Well, today is a topic we haven't talked a lot about on the podcast, and that is the topic of formatting your books. So I'm interviewing a a husband and wife team today who own a company called Formatted Books, and we're really digging into some of the questions around why you should spend the money on hiring professionals to format your book and their process and what they do, how they work, all of those things. So it's one of those misnomers, I guess, out there that because KDP provides a template for doing your own formatting and because people talk about how you can use Canva to format your books and all of those types of things and because KDP allows you to just upload a PDF, a lot of people think that they have the skill set to just go ahead and format their own book. There are tools out there that you can use for simple formatting um events or simple formatting books. And there are some people who are gifted and talented in taking a Word document and making it a a beautiful book. But the reality is there are a lot of limitations in Word docs. There are a lot of behind the scenes HTML codes that go into the ebook formatting of those Word docs. And there is a lot of potential for error for not making sure that the books look the way that they're supposed to look, that have the elements that they need to have in there, unless you're spending a lot of time learning how to do those elements, or unless you just have a very simple fiction book that literally just has a chapter title and maybe a fun a fun element at the beginning of the chapter, and you're using a tool that can do those things for you quickly and easily. If that is not your case, there's probably a real need for you to consider at least working with a professional designer. So that's all I'm going to say about it today. We're going to get into this interview. It was a really interesting interview, even just talking about some of the elements and things in the formatting of your book that you should be aware of. So, you know, if you're already using a tool to format your own books, don't just put this to the side. You may find some good information with this interview as well. And I do want to make a caveat that we did talk about some pricing, and I just want to go ahead and say, that this pricing is what is their pricing as of the day that we recorded this interview. So please do not hold them to this pricing should you listen to this interview farther down the road and go to their website. And if pricing is different, please do not use this as a reason to say, but that's not what your price said on the podcast. Just that little disclaimer there. Pricing always changes or can, has the potential to always change, especially with online businesses as needs, services, all of those things change. So anyway, I know you're gonna love this couple, Corey and Wallace. I really enjoyed speaking with them and I know you're gonna love this interview as well. Be sure to check out all of our upcoming events and programming at womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events. We have some really fun workshops coming up as always, and um, we hope you'll join us. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been, and I felt what you're feeling, and I don't want to get in your all right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Publish Her podcast. Today, we're going to be focusing on a tool and resource for you as you are going through the process of producing your book and getting it ready to publish, which is a very exciting stage of the process once you've completed all the edits and you're ready to take that book and to make it look 
like a beautiful book. I am bringing you today a fantastic resource, and I can say that for a fact because we have started working with them. I've seen the end result of what they do with interior layouts and format formatting a book. So I'm really excited to introduce you to Corey and Wallace of Formatted Books. So I'm going to read you their overall description of their company, and then we're going to get into just talking to them and who they are, why they do this, why it's important for authors to understand this part of the process and all of those things. All right. So Formatted Books is a company that helps um, self-published authors create good-looking custom-designed books so you can reach a larger, larger audience and maximize sales. We'll help you compete with the big publishing houses by providing professional quality interior formatting for your manuscript at a reasonable price. From children's books and fiction and business books to even medical textbooks, their expert team of professional book designers has you covered. They are so confident you'll love their work that they back it with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And I really think that you guys should add to your bio that you're a husband and wife team and you're just so cute. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the podcast. Um, So, so I just want to, I love transparency and telling people how we came to, came to be friends and came to be colleagues. And um, they just reached out to us one day and said, we'd love to uh, see if there's a way that we can partner together. And I said, I would love to promote you to our audience, but I don't promote people that I haven't used and tried. And they said very generously, we get that. How about we do one of your books? And I wasn't going to say no. (laughs) So, so there we went. And you know what? It's sometimes, it's a gamble because there are a lot of companies out there or freelancers and things, and you're not quite sure what you're going to get. And I just kind of sat and waited to see what would happen. And I was so happy with the results. It was very professionally done. Um, Our author was super happy. Just the whole process was easy and good to go. And the pricing is, as you mentioned in your bio, so, so reasonable. But when Corey and I were talking after the fact to make sure that we were happy, which was another great thing, follow-up customer service, did we do okay? What, you know, all those kinds of things. I was shocked to find out that you're not only a husband and wife team, but you both work full time in other jobs. <laughs> so let's just talk about who you, that had that have nothing to do with books, by the way. So I want to talk about like how you got here and why. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's a fantastic question. And first of all, thank you very much for having both of us on here. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, like you said, we both have full time day jobs. Um, you know, nothing to do with publishing. I'm a banker. Corey is a medical lab tech in a hospital. Uh, and, you know, so it's it, it's been a rough couple of years, COVID, you know, and all yeah. that. It's been kind of crazy. And in you know, the beginning, it was born out of a desire to just do something different. You know, we we're looking for a side hustle that would get us out of that day-to-day nine-to-five you yeah. know, routine uh, and also born out of a love for books. Yeah. Um, you know, we are both avid readers. Um, you pretty much anytime find one of us sitting, sitting around in the house, there's an ebook in one of our hands. And mm-hmm. that's just kind of how that all got started. Um, yeah, a lot of the ebooks that we were reading, they weren't coded very well. So um, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this probably, but if you're, if you're reading them, they just don't flow very well. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, oh, we could probably do this better. And then we started looking, I st- started looking into it. I was really wanting to create a business, basically, an online business was my challenge that I presented to myself. And 
after about two years of deep diving of the how-tos and like kind of like the basics of like what's involved in starting a business, that is pretty much how this all came about. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, Corey went and found us a, a mentor who yeah. was very experienced in the publishing space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we took their advice and we found this niche market that there was clearly a need for. And we just ran with it. And so we're two and a half, almost three years in now, uh, three years in December uh-huh. of this company. And yeah, it's, it's been going great. Yeah, it's been a huge learning experience. It's been yeah really challenging, um, especially at the start when you don't know what you're doing at all. You make all these mistakes. But I wouldn't trade it for the world because uh, it's definitely getting us in the step of the right direction of where we want to go. Yeah. Um, it's it's just been awesome. And our confidence grows every day. <laughs> yeah. You, well, and you should be confident because the the samples that you sent me and what I saw with our own book, I mean, they were very professional. I would, And I know um, to that point, it's not just you two doing it. Now you have a team of 17 professionals who are working on these things, right? Is that right? But you told me. It's, yeah, it's 15 uh, employees that we've got working for us. And, uh, and I'm very glad, you know, you said that you love the book and that it was professional and that's really what we were aiming for. We didn't know how to do it at first. So, mm-hmm. and we didn't know what we didn't know. You know, that's usually mm-hmm. how it goes, right? So we hired uh, experienced professionals in that space. Uh, you know, interior designers, book formatters, uh, customer service reps who have worked for large publishing houses. Mm-hmm. And that's the entirety of our team. That's how we've built that team out is by, you know, hiring some of the best around and being able to provide, you know, such a great service. Well, I think there's so many things about this story that are just wonderful. One, um, like the fact that the digital world, the online world now allows us to try and build these, not to try, but to actually build these companies. I mean, I came in kind of the exact same same route. Like my background has absolutely nothing to do with publishing. I was in counterterrorism. And I wanted to, um, (laughs) yes, I came home to be a stay-at-home mom. A lot of other things happened, decided to um, publish a book and figured out the routes myself and then enjoyed it. So did more and then started helping other people. And like you was, I was self-taught in trying to figure out the ropes. And speaking of book formatting and ebook conversion, um, this is a topic I am extremely passionate about, which is why it was so important for me to vet you all before I started promoting you to our team. Because when I when I came into the publishing industry and started doing my books, I, I figured out how to do it all by myself. And at first I started in Word and I quickly realized why Word was not the right place to do book formatting um, for many, 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 many reasons, which if we have time, we could get into that. Yes, people do lay out their books in Word, but there are limitations um, depending on the style, genre, you know, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, then, uh, so I started, I taught myself InDesign, which I, which was a big learning curve and, um, the eBooks. Oh goodness. What you talked about with coding. Like I had no idea that an eBook is essentially HTML code. And if you have anything weird in your Word doc that you don't even know it's there because you can't find it unless you are an expert in figuring out the the interior, like what's happening on the inside back end, you know, code side of the Word doc, like it can be 
a nightmare. So one of the first things, yeah. So one of the first things I did when I got to the point in my business where I was bringing in enough clients was I outsourced interior layout and eBooks and cover design because those were not my areas of expertise. I wanted them to be done professionally. I was glad that I had the background and knowledge because now I know what to look for, what to make sure is there, spent a lot of time learning the industry standard so that I knew what a page needed to look like. Um, But I am so happy to have people like you all that I can just say, here's our word doc, make it beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, you know, you've learned that that firsthand it is, it's a bear. Yes. to formats. Um, and again, with the ebooks, especially most people don't realize that it is essentially a web page. It's yes. all HTML code on that back end. So what happens is, you know, if you're typing in, you know, your manuscript up in Microsoft Word, you know, you know, most people, they need to get to the next page, they'll just hit enter a bunch of times. And that's going to show up in the ebook. When you, can <laughs> it. you know, you have to use the proper tools if you're going to use Word, like the page breaks and so forth to make yeah. sure everything breaks where it needs to and and translates to the ebook properly. I tell you what, Wallace, I read like six books on ebook formatting. I spent hours, hours of my life trying to figure <laughs> out these things. And then it would be like, this is how it goes. Listeners, if you haven't tried to do this before, and I'll talk to my days in the Word document, I would spend hours looking, searching the document for that little piece of code that might be messing something up, making sure the right HTML tags were in there, all of that stuff. Then I'd export it. Then I'd pull it up on an e-reader. And then I'd be like, it's not right still. And this would happen over and over and over until I wanted to throw the book in the garbage. And it was like, you know, absolutely. Ah! And we we get that so much. Uh, So many customers will, you know, and a lot of times customers will email us, they'll, you know, they'll ask for, hey, how much is it going to cost to format this book? And we'll tell them and that, oh, that's too much. I'm going to do it myself. And then a month or two later, we see them come back. Yes. And to be fair, prior to starting this business, we had no idea yeah. that it was coding because we used to use like Alibur and stuff like that for like if we had a PDF that we wanted okay. to throw on our ebook. And yeah, no, um, I mean, we never, like it never turned out well, but we're like, no. eh, it's free. <laughs> Oh, I've done it all. I have tried to learn it all. I've done exports directly. I've done the Word document formatting with the HTML. I've done exporting from um, InDesign. Oh, holy moly, was that a nightmare trying to figure out and make sure all the stuff was there properly on that. I've done um, using um, Caliber. I've used Sigil plus Caliber. I've tried it all. And I'm just like, no, I do not love this. It's taking, it's burning my life away. I'm going to hurt somebody. And <laughs> Yeah. And ultimately that's what it comes down to is, you know, what is your time worth? Right. And right. Most authors, you know, you don't want to be spending your time doing the formatting. That's not why you're an author. Right. So, it, and that's where our team, you know, this is what they do. Yeah. yeah. That's all they do. And they yeah. love to do it. So it works well. So I will just say as a caveat there that if you are a fiction writer and you are doing a very simple, just simple headlines, simple chapters, things like that, there are some tools out there that you can get a nice looking book from and, you know, use them, export them. They work fine. But if you have anything, ex- anything 
else happening. If you're a children's book, please don't try to do it by yourself. If you're a children's book author, if you're a cookbook author, you will hurt somebody if you try and format your book <laughs> on your own. Or if you if you're doing anything that has any kind of special designs, pull out tabs, um, other types of headers, anything like that, like anything complex at all. Um, uh, to your point on the pricing. Your pricing is extremely reasonable. Let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, well, yeah, our pricing is really good. Um, I, again, our pricing is for like more basic um, books. Mm -hmm. So anything complicated such as cookbooks or travel books or anything image heavy, there is a different price for that. And the best thing that uh, an author can do is just send us their manuscript and we'll get back with them back to them with a quote because a lot of them what they don't realize with like cookbooks and stuff not only do they take longer there's a lot more behind the scenes yes. that goes into yeah. it and <laughs> the free formatting issue um we do offer free unlimited formatting however with the complex books if that formatting change changes anything in the book, then it's basically a reformat. So it's completely different. So um, unfortunately, our prices don't qualify to the cookbooks, but we do. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, yeah. there is a big difference in doing a standard fiction, nonfiction book uh, versus something that requires heavy, heavy lifting on the back end with image placement and coding and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So but just yeah. generally speaking, most of our audience is either fiction authors or nonfiction authors who aren't doing super complex books, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Your, and your basic those, pricing. The basic price will, will apply. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very glad you said our price is reasonable. We really like to think so as well. <laughs> um, you know, we know there's, you know, if you're really price sensitive, yeah, you're going to be able to find someone cheaper on Fiverr. Uh, on the flip side, you're going to also be able to find people that'll do it for, you know, one or two or $3,000, depending mm -hmm. on the type of job it is. Um, I feel like we've hit a, you know, a good middle ground. And ultimately, you know, where we're really proud of our team is, you know, the, and I think you alluded to it, the, you know, the support afterwards, the mm -hmm. follow up, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if something goes wrong, you know, trying to upload it, it doesn't work. You know, if you've hired a freelancer, you know, they might have already buggered off. We're still going to be there. Our team will, you know, fix any issues that creep up later on. If you need to make a change to the manuscript, you know, a year down the road, things like that, we're always going to be there and available to help take care of that. So you've got everyone on the hanging on the edge of their seats. What is that basic pricing? <laughs> so that's a great question. Um, so for our print and ebook formatting package, it's 300 US dollars. And that covers manuscripts up to 80,000 words, mm -hmm. and up to 20 images or links or, you know, footnotes and notes, you know, whatever, uh, that kind of thing. And anything over that, uh, again, for a, a basic book uh, is $3 for every 1000 words, and $2 for every additional image to cover any extra costs just involved with like the coding and the yeah. the time it takes to handle those. Okay. So to your comment, yes, if you are trying to bootstrap your book, $300 may sound like a, a big investment in a book, but I want to talk about big picture, why this is important. Two reasons. One, because I can tell you for a fact, because I lived this nightmare with the first several books that I did, it took me, I'm going to average, I'm going to say on average between 
40 and 80 hours of my life to figure out how to get them done properly because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? And so to take that time, yes, you can figure it out. You can do it on your own. Is it worth it to you to spend that much time when you could be marketing your book, looking for readers, looking for ways to sell your book so that you can actually, you know, start making money and building your, your platform as an author? Um, to me, you know, it was very, it's very worth it to invest in the services. And then you get to the point where you load it to KDP. And this is a fun, this is a fun thing that has happened many, many times to many, many people. KDP doesn't tell you that there's any problems. Like they, they'll tell you if there's glaring problems, like if your text is outside of the cut box or if there's a major, major issue. But if you don't get one of those warnings and it pr- passes their initial proof and you think it's great and you go to hit publish and the book doesn't publish. And then three or four days later, you get an email that says there's a problem and you need to fix this. And you've blown your launch date because there's a problem in your manuscript. That's a that's a big problem. And then you have to figure out why there's a problem and how to fix it. But working with professionals, there's only been a, a handful of times and the hundreds of books that we had an issue with something after it was done by a professional. And it was something weird, like just something, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a standard problem. It was, we generally speaking, when we hire pros to lay out our books, it is a seamless process. We load that bad boy. It goes, we don't have problems. And to me in itself, that is also worth an investment. And also to that point, Ingram spark can be a nightmare. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wait, we're not even going to go there because it's just like the number Oh, I'm getting PTSD just thinking about some of the books. <laughs> but I, if you choose to use that platform, just beware that they do not tell you what the problem is. Right. They just say, your book is rejected. And then you come back to us and we're like, please send us a shot. And they're like, this is all it is. So it took us a little bit to like really figure out a lot of the specs. Mm-hmm. And of course, everything is always changing. So um, every time something changes that we're unaware of we'll have a client come back and we're like oh now we need to figure it out which is totally fine and we've got your back but (laughs) just just beware (laughs) of English. well there there are a couple of things that I preach to authors on what they should invest their money on and that is always an edit always get your book edited because if, if you have edits and errors and mistakes in there, and we've all made these mistakes or even edited books have mistakes in there, but if it's if people can't even get through the book, they're not going to buy it and they're going to trash it and that's going to cause you problems. Second is to have a professional cover because even though people think that their cover looks really pretty when they made it themselves, there's just things that a professional cover designer knows how to do. There's elements that need to be there. There's things you don't even realize are happening between like how things are lined up with each other and how they're triangulate, all these fancy things that cover designers talk to me about that. I'm just like, whatever, you just go do it and make it fit. (laughs) And then the third is truly the formatting of the book. And the reason that is important is because even if people don't consciously know they subconsciously know what a book is supposed to look like. And if your book isn't laid out in that matter, and it's a spacing, it's a sizing thing, it's how the paragraphs are broken, it's how the, you know, how this uh, between letters and things like that, where the page number is, what's on a page, how much is on a page, all these types of things. Like there's no faster way to blow your credibility with an audience than for them to buy your print book and to open it up and for it to be a mess on the inside. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I agree 100%. Yeah, you nailed it on the head there. Like uh, people, when they pick up a book, they have a subconscious uh, expectation. Mm-hmm. They know what a book is supposed to look like. And, you know, especially given the genre, you know, if I'm reading a science fiction book versus a children's book, you know, you, you, you have an expectation. Mm-hmm. And if your book doesn't meet that expectation, you're going to turn the reader off. Absolutely. And also we, uh, just to let your audience know, we did add book covers to our services. We've only just added it. We're just in the midst of launching it. And the reason being was um, what we like to do is lift fonts and elements from Mm -hmm. the PSD file of the cover and weave it into your interior. And we were were finding that we were struggling or a lot of authors were struggling to get that PSD file, especially if they've gone through Fiverr or something. Um, that yes. seems to be something that is a struggle to yeah. get. Yeah. So um, we brought that in-house just so that we can control the, the quality a little bit. Absolutely. Um, so a lot of authors, like Corey said, you know, if you've gone through, you know, a freelancer on Fiverr, you know, they'll give you the JPEG, but they won't release that source file, that PSD file. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we don't have that, yeah, we can still format your book, but we can't format it as nicely. We can't really make yeah. it pop with the elements and, you know, a lot of what our team does uh, when they have access to that uh, finalized front cover, they can lift the fonts, they can lift graphic elements off of there and mm-hmm. leave that in. So your chapter headings look nice. You've got maybe some yeah. nice images that, you know, uh, to use as page breaks or even just on the chapter pages that looks really nice. Um, and so, yeah, just because some of the authors weren't able to get that, we decided to launch a cover service. And so now, you know, if that author needs help with a cover, we've got a couple of professional cover designers to take care of that as well. And so we can do, you know, almost a one-stop shop. That's fantastic. Um, I think that's another thing that a lot of, of, of new authors really don't know or understand is that the cover to your point of that, like often the fonts that are used for the cover as often as possible, really, we always try to match our um, interior fonts, headers, subheadings, and things like that with the fonts that are used on the cover. Again, to your point on the design elements that are used throughout. And um, when we're working with our clients, if we have a separate cover designer and interior layout, we make, we forge that connection to make sure, because we know to do that. But like you said, somebody who doesn't know to make sure that you have the fonts for the interior from the cover and all those pieces, they miss out on that. But I will tell you, when we work with one company who does the cover and the interior, it's a whole lot less coordinating on our end because they're doing both things together and they're making sure that it all works and that it looks together. So I I think that's great. I was really excited when Corey said you guys were going to be doing covers as well. Um, It just makes the whole process more seamless and easier to make sure that the book flows and looks really beautiful. Absolutely. And that was our goal. Yeah, and that ultimately is it. We want to make it as easy as we can for the author uh, and at the same time have that book as cohesive as possible as mm-hmm. far as the design elements go so that mm-hmm. it looks great inside and out. And it's really, it's nice to be able to go to one company where when you walk away from it, you have your cover, you have your interior files for KDP or Amazon or wherever you're um, loading it up to, and you have your ebook files all together, all nice, all done by the same people, all, all, you know, coherent and all of those types of things. And, and, and you're not out there trying to find this person, that person, this person, all those things, because it can be, it can be um, overwhelming to, to prove that role of project manager when you're not used to, or know even what questions to ask or what to do or all those types of things. Yeah. 
what would you say some of the biggest challenges were because you did start from from not knowing anything except for that you saw a need, which I just think is so entrepreneurial that, I mean, just that just is entrepreneurial spirit defined. You see a need and you find a way to fix that need. What would you say some of the biggest challenges along the way have been? Uh, building a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had no idea how to do that. Um, we, we started off with one employee to start with, and then we kind of we grew out from there. But just managing and having a team below you. I remember when we got to like 10 employees and we looked at each other, we're like, did you ever think ever? Like, like, oh my gosh, what have we done? (laughs) (laughs) We created a monster. (laughs) Would be like relying on us for their paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, that is a scary place, a scary and wonderful place. (laughs) No, it's wonderful. And just learning to outsource and just learning to let the controls go. Like Mm -hmm. we hired a CSR and that was like the last thing that was really hard for us to give up because you end up being control freaks. I mean, he's a customer service that (laughs) that's his like basic history and I had never done customer service before. So I learned through him, but we're like, it was just drowning us because we, we would go to work, we'd come home, we do four to six hours of customer service and then we go to work and we just had no life. So um, we just had to. Yeah. So take that. Absolutely. Like internally, the biggest challenge was learning to create the systems to allow us to let the business thrive on its own without us, you know, our direct input, but more than likely we are interfering with the business growth. Yeah. So uh, that's marketing, exciting. Marketing is a whole beast on its own. We're just learning that one. Um, we're yeah. starting to do podcasts and stuff like that and like really get our name out there. And yeah, but that's a whole different world that we're learning. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And then I'd say the other main challenge uh, in dealing with the authors um, you know, the biggest piece of advice I can give to someone listening right now who is wondering, hey, what do I need to do to get my book out there? Get it edited. Yes. And sure (laughs) that editing is done before you send it to your formatter because that will eliminate a lot of back and forth and save you a lot of time and money down the road. Yes, get your book edited. Yeah, we we absolutely get it. We've had authors absolutely blow their their, uh, launch dates because of, you know, what should have been a simple two week job, you know, turn it around, here's your ebook files, away you go and ready to launch, you know, 20 plus rounds of changes later in the formatting, because they kept that teaches you some things as formatters too, though, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, yeah. so yeah, you understand that pain. And so definitely, definitely proofread it, proofread it again, edit it, developmental editing if need be. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And um, the other thing that we learned was for some reason, authors come to us at the end of the process, which is like totally normal, but they come to us with a really short launch date. They're like, I need to get this done by the end of the week because I launch it. Yep, yep, yep. uh, (laughs) We have learned (laughs) that that's just unreal. It's not unrealistic. We can do it, but the thing is, what we're giving you is art. You need to go through it page by page and let us know if there's like anything you want to change. So rush delivery is not really your friend. Right. Like, can we turn it around in three days for a print and ebook? Yeah, we have, and we've done it. 
Um, yeah. Is it necessarily going to work out great for everyone involved? No. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought up this point because that would probably be, I, I gave my big three of cover design, um, formatting and editing, but the fourth one that I've really like really started adding into our business is time and slowing that process way down and having now we try to format our books between three to six months prior to launch um, so that we do have the time to go through the process, make sure that we're reviewing them, make sure that we're proofing them again once they've been printed, make sure that we have time to get them in the hands for marketing for all of those types of things as well. But in the beginning, when I started my business, I didn't get that either. I thought it was you finished the book. I mean, there were <clears throat> there were launches that we were literally finishing the formatting of the book the day it was supposed to before it was supposed to publish and then loading it to KDP and hitting publish and just crossing our fingers and hoping that it that it worked out and that that is not a good process I'm glad to say we're beyond that process (laughs) yeah hearing hearing you say you're doing your formatting three to six months prior to launch is music to our ears (laughs) well it does it does it takes time and on that note we haven't talked about your timeline but let's talk about what authors can expect when they come to you for getting a book formatted um for the typical print and ebook format for us for a basic book, you know, we're, we're looking at typically two to three weeks, um, you know, to do a proper job and to have time, you know, in between if there's going to be any, you know, revisions, if there's something that the formatting the author doesn't like, we need time to go back and forth yep. and you know, make those adjustments. Um, you know, if you need a rush, if you need it all done inside of a week, you know, email us, let us know. You know, depending if, on the project, if our if, <laughs> right. if it's an easy project, if our production schedule allows for it, yeah, well, you know, we can hammer that out, sure. Yeah, uh, for an additional fee, of course. Um, but you no, know, make sure you give yourself time, take the stress off yourself, so that yeah. you're not, yeah. you know, panicking, going, oh my goodness, I my I launched today and my file's not here, my in- inbox yet. What do I do? <laughs> you, yeah. you don't need that stress. We don't need no. that stress. You know. No. And, no, no. and our process, just so that our authors uh, know, um, what we do is we get our print, uh, you'll get your PDF file from us. Uh, and then once you give the okay, so what we do is we give you the PDF, we expect you to go through it, give us any changes that you wish to see or need done or anything like that. And what we'll do is we'll finalize the print. And then we'll move on to ebook. Mm-hmm. And the reasons for that are so that if any edits come in, we're only working on one file, not three, <laughs> or actually no, because we just dropped off the, the Mobi file because um, KDP no longer requires it. But um, so that doesn't tie up two people. It's just one per- one person at a time. Yep. And also so that we can lift it, lift as much as we can from the print into the ebook. Because um, as we were talking about like ebook, it's a whole different beast in its own. Um, there's there's quite a few things from the print that may not be able to go into your ebook. So we like to try to make it as cohesive as possible, but um, we can't make it identical. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's our process too. Um, when we're working with, with um, our authors is it, getting everything done with the print. And I just want to take a moment to say here for your sake, for your sanity and for our sanity, when you get that PDF proof, go through it. Like your life depends on it because people think, oh, it's just 182 little changes. That won't take long. And then second revision and third revision and all that kind of stuff. Like, 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 yes, you may have a lot of revisions the first time around, but try to get them all in there because it is a very time consuming process. And sometimes revisions can change the, the a massive, uh, you know, layout of a book. Like it can bump things to new, all kinds of stuff. But 
um, anyway, so that was just my my thing for there to help you guys. And I think you told me when we chatted before that you used to do unlimited revisions. And then you found very quickly that after 22 rounds of revisions, you were like, eh, nope, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, the unlimited revisions was uh, like, it was a starting process. As we said, we made many mistakes when we started. We thought it was a good thing. We didn't know quite the extent of how people would have used that. So we had to nix that in order for our production, um, uh, just our production schedule, because what was happening was people were coming to us being like, oh, I've got this revision. I've got this revision. We couldn't move on to new projects. We had to right. turn away so many people during that time. Uh, and we were just literally working on stuff that was already completed, but we yeah. couldn't. And again, you know, because this was done after the fact, it wasn't just tying up one designer, it was tying up our print designer as well as the ebook designer because we had to go in and make the yeah. adjustments in both places. Yeah. So, it's yeah. it's it's a lot more complicated than than people think when it comes to doing these revisions and to making it. And I think, you know, I think authors were like anybody else. Like we just don't know these things. So it seems like it would be a simple thing to do. So education is always important, which is why we do these podcasts about these topics so that people understand what goes into formatting, you know, why it takes so long, why it can be so expensive, um, all those types of things. And like Corey said, it's it's art. And in some cases, it's literally art, like cookbooks, holy smokes, those are, that is a piece of art by the time it is done. Um, but even, even a, a fiction book can be absolutely beautifully designed with wonderful elements that make it stand out and make it look better than other books that are out there and, and all those things. Um, you look like you want to say something. So go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think cookbooks are probably one of our favorite things to tackle because we're both foodies. So <laughs> anybody who has cookbooks, please send them our way. I love it. <laughs> we would love to format them for you. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So, um, you know, just to kind of wrap up the importance of this at the end of the day, what I want you to walk away with authors is that if you want to sell a product, it needs to be a good product. You're now thinking not only as a creative who's written a book, but now you're thinking of as a business owner as well. McDonald's is not going to launch a new piece of food without testing it and making sure that it's perfected and actually tastes good. Because if they put out something that tastes like garbage, no one will buy it and everyone will stop going to McDonald's, right? So we want to make sure that we're thinking about our product the same way any other company would. And part of that is having a professionally designed book, which unless you're a trained graphic artist, you're probably not, not qualified to do. So that's my, that's my spiel on why this is important and why it's worth the investment. And, and remember to think outside your box, outside of your box as a creative and think as an author entrepreneur who has a product you are selling. Um, you know, I don't think people always make those connections. Yeah. No, I 100% agree that they don't make that connection until they get to the mar marketing part or even launch date. And then they're like, oh, it's not selling. And they didn't realize that they had to market in order for it to make any splash. Right. Okay, well, the most important thing is, of course, if you are looking at the web page um, of this podcast with our transcript and all that kind of stuff, you will see how to find them through their link. But where can people find you all if they're listening? Um, how do they how do they get their book into your hands? So our website is formatedbooks.com. That's F-O-R-M-A-T-T-E-D-B-O-O-K-S.com. 
And you can find us on Instagram. I think it's formatted.books for Instagram. And then we have Twitter and Facebook and um, I think uh, and and, uh, LinkedIn. Perfect. That sounds great. I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to talk to me. I think, um, you know, it's important that people see the faces and the people behind businesses because we're not all these giant conglomerates that are out there, like you're real people doing a real job, building towards real dreams and trying to help authors build their dreams too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having yeah. us, Alexa. We really appreciate it. This you're was welcome. Lot. Yeah. Have a great day. And everybody go check out if you're looking for someone to help you with cover design, interior layout, and ebook conversion, go over to formatted books today. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great, huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.